Welcome to the God's Word Gives Hope podcast, where we are passionate about connecting His Word to your life. This podcast provides opportunities to further feed your soul or simply be replenished by listening. We are glad you're here. Hi, welcome back to the God's Word Gives Hope podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Janae. We are so happy to be back with you. Thank you for the kindness of a break because healthy rhythms are important. (laughs) We wanted to rest up from the work that we had put into our Easter and Holy Week meditations. I really think those were a beautiful resource that helped prepare our hearts for Resurrection Sunday. And we want to be able to put some work into what was coming up. Yes. Well, I want to say that I loved the Holy Week podcast when we were working on them. I couldn't wait to just use them every day for myself and actually just sit and enjoy them. And it really helped me set the day, get out, you know, take a little break from that everyday grind and busyness to set my mind on the things of Holy Week. Mm. And we received great feedback on that quiet music that we played at the end, giving time for people to reflect and pray. So we will definitely have to look at doing something like that again next year. Absolutely. Well, jumping back to the everyday of Monday through Friday, leaving the busyness of the weekend to face work on Monday or whatever the routine is of the week, Amy, have you ever heard of the term Sunday scaries? (laughs) Yes, so that's that idea that you can really only enjoy a part of Sunday because you already have the anticipation of Monday coming and it literally taints the joy of your day off. Yeah, I I had never heard of it until someone was talking to me about it. I've heard uh, they actually have a name called anticipatory anxiety, which is when you anticipate something coming And then because of that anticipation, it becomes anxiousness and Mm. causes anxiety. I feel like sometimes we feel guilty because we feel we are lost in the everyday. You know, we've got, we have a job. It gives us money. We have, you know, pays the bills and we have these routines. We have our children, uh, whatever it is in our season of life that we are doing And yet we might feel guilty because we feel like there's just something maybe a little bit more, but then we feel guilty for thinking that because we should be satisfied with what we have, but it still kind of lingers. Maybe something is a little bit more and we might be missing it. Do you Mm. ever feel that way? You know, I do. And sometimes I wonder that it's, it's like a holy calling, but I can't hear it over the busyness and the craziness and the, the shuffle because... Um, Sometimes I even forget to look for that more that I think God is maybe calling me to. Um, I feel like if I'm not careful, my life can feel like a rushing river (laughs) and I've waded into the middle and then it carries me down the way instead of me saying where I want to go and choosing what I'm trying to do with my, my days. Yeah, I love that imagery. That is great. Well, I do feel like um, today's verse is going to speak to that. Um, I do feel like God expects or offers us a joy in our everyday, Mm -hmm. and we need to take a look at that, that there is more, and there might be something to that nagging little voice, but we are so caught up in the day-to-day that we miss it. So if you are not a Christ follower and you're listening in, I would suggest that the more begins with Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, But unfortunately for us who call ourselves Christ followers, 
we do get drawn into walking through our everyday and we miss that more even though we understand the source is Christ and we still miss that in our everyday. So our verse is from Colossians chapter 3 and I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor of God's right hand. Now in the blog, the focus is on the phrase, set your sights on the realities of heaven. And we're gonna talk about that a little bit more, but in a different way. Uh, the NLT has a very interesting way of translating the this using the word um, realities. None of the other translations use that word. Yeah, I noticed that as we were studying and preparing. You know, the ESV and the, the version I think I heard growing up was, seek the things that are above. And although I get that concept, it's a bit more abstract sounding. I really appreciate the NLT's wording of set your sights on the realities of heaven. Because that word reality is something you can kind of anchor to. Um, I think it's very impactful. It's it's not that looking towards what's happening in heaven is fanciful or make-believe or abstract. It isn't just this future hope. It is a current reality right now. And that current reality can be ours. So let's talk about that for a minute. How can something in heaven, sounds lofty, right? <laughs> How can that be ours here on earth? Well, I think that's a really great question. It reminds me of another set of verses that talk about the realities of heaven. You know, Jesus in Matthew 6 is teaching his followers how to pray. And in that prayer, he says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So Jesus, in talking to Father God, first praises him for who he is. And then his words say, your kingdom come, your will be done as on earth as it is in heaven. Right. So Jesus is praying for the kingdom of God to come, but Jesus is the actual living out of uh, the beginning and the ushering in of God's kingdom on earth. And then Jesus is asking us to pray for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. So there is this connection between the realities, the truth of what is solidly happening in heaven, that those things can be true for us here on earth. Yes, Janae, exactly. And I think what I love is, yes, Jesus ushered the kingdom of God here, but he is still showing us that we are to ask God for these things. He is modeling for us that we ask for these realities because they're not going to just show up accidentally. Yeah, I like that. Well, I talk about three of the realities in the blog, and before we go on, I just want to interject here that today's verse and our discussion about it is an overflow, you know, kind of like when you prepare to teach a Bible study or a sermon, and then there's all these things that have to be cut out, they don't get in. So last year, we did a series called Dead to Me, and it was all based out of Colossians chapter 3. But this is one piece of that chapter 3 that was not covered. So back to our verse. In the blog, we mention that there are three realities that are heaven realities that we can experience here on earth. And I would like for us to talk about that if you want to, Amy. Um, 
I think it's so important and valuable for us to see how things of heaven, these realities can affect our day to day. Um, so, okay, these three realities are one, um, and they're all three taken from Col- Colossians chapter three. And the first one is actually from our verse, I have risen, in, risen to new life. So that's the first one. The second reality is my new life has a new identity. And then the third reality is the word of Christ feeds my new identity. So Amy, do any of these three jump out at you? Oh, yes. I feel like, well, I feel like we could talk about all three, yeah, but um, <laughs> I would say the one that stands out the most is number two. My new life has a new identity. And in fact, I was just having a conversation with some friends about how the enemy, he just loves to lie to us, right? To remind us of our past and our sins, our our unworthiness. Yet it's in the light of Christ's sacrifice that we have been made completely worthy and received his righteousness. So in the conversation we're having, a friend mentioned how like she doesn't feel qualified to do the work that God has clearly called her to. And it makes me think of this reality. Um, my new life has a new identity. And I know for me personally, this was a struggle for a long time. I lived a life before I knew the Lord that was in complete opposition to the way that he calls us to live. And so when I met Christ at 21, the enemy loved to bring that past up and throw it in my face. I struggled so much with the idea that I was fully redeemed. And I know I've said this before on the podcast, but that's why it's tattooed on my on my wrist. The word redeemed is in my view every single day because I could not let the enemy tr- trick me with his lies. I needed truth where I could see it. And so had I let the enemy win, right, I would have stayed bound in my sins and my struggles. I would not have taken on this new life, this new reality I would have missed the opportunity to work in ministry for the last 16 years. Mm. I mean, God has just richly blessed me. And I've been able to walk in things that he has planned for me since the foundations of the earth. But had I let the enemy win, I would have missed so much. And so I I know for me, that idea that my new life has a new identity is incredibly important. And quite honestly, when we look at the people that God uses... <laughs> They all need a new identity because they're all a hot mess. Yes. Like, so of course I fit the bill because you look at the other people that God uses in the word and and they're a bit of a mess as well. Yes. So Janae, um, what's your favorite? Well, first of all, I would just say the ones who don't think that they are a hot mess. Well, you know, we're the ones who can see that they're a hot mess too. They just don't <laughs> see it. Yeah. Um, I really love the reality that the word of Christ feeds my new identity. And that Mm. comes out of verse 16 of Colossians chapter 3. And when we think of the word of God is, you know, in Genesis, it, God spoke the universe basically into being. Mm -hmm. So it was his spoken word, right? And so how that is a part that becomes a part of us through his word. And as we speak it and as we live it, because we know it's alive and it's active. So his word is so important because it reinforces the identity, like what you were saying. It reinforces these things. Um, it, It helps us 
be reminded that there are messages that will drag us down. They pull us away. Mm -hmm. uh, keeps us um, aware of that. But then also it reminds us to focus on the truth of who we are. And it spells out who we are. And that we can align up. If it doesn't say it in the word, then we know that we don't need to believe it. So if we didn't have the word of God, we wouldn't be able to focus on the fact of things like we need to pray and ask or how to pray, um, that we can actually bring things from heaven down here on earth. Um, and I love, you know, you know, if we didn't have the word, we wouldn't have the book of Colossians and, and the things that we're learning even today. So the idea of the word of God feeding my identity is just that practical peace that God has given us to be able to continue to walk in who we are called to be. And it's so vital and I love it. It's actually one of the reasons why we did the podcast, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, because we're passionate about connecting God's word to the everyday spaces of people's lives. And it's actually one of the reasons why we release the podcast and the blog on Monday. Yeah, I mean, as listeners, you don't know this, but Janae and I sat in my living room and we talked and talked. What is this podcast going to be about? And we just kept coming back to God's word and we're passionate about making sure that people are connecting it to their daily lives. And even like she said, all the way down to Monday. Why Monday? Why not release on a Thursday or a Friday? Because it's very important to us that we are help helping you engage as your week kicks off. That's right. And uh, if you predominantly listen or have never tried out the blog, that's okay, but it's there for you. So it also releases on Monday. So if you listen whatever day of the week and then it really strikes you and you want to dig a little deeper, you have the blog and you have that option to go to and it's there for you. And it's one of the many tools that can help you feed and point yourself to the identity, this new life, the reality that you do not have to be drugged down in the mundane of the everyday, that there is more and it comes out of God's word. Well, and again, on the blog, if people haven't gone before, please go to godswordgiveshope.com because not only does it go into different details about the verses we talk about, but the bottom it has some next steps for you to take. It has a meditation for you to think on. And so don't listen to the podcast, check the box and say, okay, I did something for God today and move back into the, the, the river of life. But instead, take that foothold that listening or reading the word gives you and then grow with that. Focus on that. Spend time thinking through it. Put it as the background on your screen for your phone for a little while, the verse we're talking about, so that it's something you process throughout the week. Right. And we actually... Um process it a little bit further on social media if you want to follow us there so that you can just continue to be reminded of its truths and its messages, uh, even new little nuggets here and there. Well, I love the last part of this week's verse. It says, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Mm. Christ left the cross for the tomb, but the tomb could not hold him and he brought realities of heaven to earth when he conquered death. And he is in heaven now interceding on our behalf. And the joy of heaven can be in our every day when we set our mind on these realities of heaven. 
Oh, Janae, I just love that. He is such an incredible high priest to us who both experienced life here, but then has the power to intercede for us in heaven. I think this gives us a lot to think about. Um, Listeners, I just want you to know that we pray for you. We are seeking God right alongside you every day. We don't say these things because we have them accomplished in our lives. These are reminders to us. Like Janae said, we also listen to the Easter and Holy Week podcast so that we could remind and refocus ourselves as we're going through the week. That's right. So I want to just end our time today with another verse from Colossians 3. Um, It's 310 because, again, it's an action call and it's vital to that daily victory that we need to have over sin and over just even the busy and craziness of our lives. And it says this, Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. The connecting doesn't have to stop here. We would love to have you join us at the God's Word Gives Hope blog to go deeper with the verse we discussed today. If you would like to learn more about life and leadership coaching with Janae, visit JanaeShatleyCamp.com. Finally, we would love a chance to talk with you more. Find us on Instagram or Facebook. All of these links are posted in the About Us on our podcast. 